you're listening to Just Okay Gamers, where this week, uh, guys, it is really freaking cold here in the Midwest, and I have to tell you, my my uh, house is covered completely in snow. Did you guys in get snow. hit by this? Yes, snow. Uh, no, uh, I'm in uh, the southwest, or uh, southeast. Where okay. am I? <laughs> where are you? Uh, yes, south by southeast. Yeah, south by southeast. No, I didn't get any snow here. Oh, okay. I got snow. Tons of it. Are you buried, Wally? No, but well, I'm buried in the sense that like we had a little bit, we had about half the amount of snow that you had, and then it flash froze. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like all the streets are like just pure ice, and uh, they're all white from the snow and the salt trying to melt it. Yeah. Um, anyways, so what I what I came to tell you guys is that uh, Guido's dead. He's frozen oh. in his front yard um, and looks kind of like a snowman. What, kind, what was he doing outside? Is he frozen in any particular position? Uh, he was dancing like a ballerina, and somebody oh. went and like put a hat on him. And stuck a carrot in his open mouth and, uh, you know, put some oh my charcoal God. eyes on him. That's uh, disgusting. I know. What is what is with kids nowadays? Who would... How, well, wait. How do you know this was kids? Oh, I, I don't, actually. <laughs> That's mm, a good point. assuming. You seem to know a lot about this, actually, uh, as a counterpoint. Were you involved some way? No, no, in, no. In his... I, I mean, maybe not. No, there's no way that I could have been involved. Why would you guys say that? Just do you, wait, do you have an alibi? Um, yeah, my house is buried, and I was not able to get outside very easily. And when I showed up at his place, he was already frozen and decorated. Mm. Okay, I'll believe it. Oh, man. <laughs> Something nefarious is afoot. Oh, uh, well... Let's figure it out on this episode of Just Okay Gamers. We're just okay and we play some games. We're just okay gamers. Thanks for listening to episode 292. 292? It's back, baby! Oh, shit. It is back of the Just Okay Gamers podcast. My name is Nasty and I'm here with... Wait, do we, do we go in reverse order? <laughs> yes, we know. do. We go in reverse order. Well, then I should go. Then go, go. Well, no, we have to redo it. Oh, oh we, we do? Uh, yeah. You're listening to episode 292. Oh, 292? <laughs> you have to introduce yourself. We're back, baby. Uh, yeah, okay, I got to wait for Wally. <laughs> what, no, is going, what is going well, on I don't here? know. Where's Guido? <laughs> I'm frozen. so Gui- Yeah. By the way. Not a bit. Guido's actually not here. Yes, and he actually, actually frozen. Did. God help us all. Yes, we are so screwed. Uh, uh, hey, we've done we've done at least one of these before without him, right? We've how many have we done without Guido? Um, a handful. One of the uh, <laughs> how many podcasts can you fit in? Some your of head? our most critically acclaimed episodes have been Guido-less. That's a good question, Millpool. How many electric <laughs> bites can I fit in my hand uh, <laughs> <laughs> worth of podcasts? yeah how many how many ones and zeros that's what i meant um well probably none because my hand is not a semiconductor so 
zero then, right? Hmm. No? Okay. I don't know. You um, probably know more about this stuff than me. I mean, you could we, conduct you can conduct electricity through your hand though, right? Yeah, probably. I just feel like humans would not be very conducive to um con- you know, transmit electrical signals. Or you shouldn't at least. No, you definitely shouldn't. Aren't we but natural conductors of electricity because we're mostly you, water? Could you build a computer out of human flesh is what I'm asking. Oh, I want to now. Give <laughs> <laughs> me. Like, but will you run crisis? Give me. <laughs> <laughs> so would that mean that like the case would be made out of flesh? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We case, don't have to yeah. dive too deep into this. I'm no, no, no. I really want to dive into this. Come on. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. I mean, what? No, what is... I'm just saying. Like, a computer is like you're conducting, you're sending electrical signals through wires. That's okay. basically my knowledge of computers, right? And yeah. you can send electrical signals through humans, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, usually humans die though when you send electrical signals through them. Yeah, but. I mean, we're not trying to keep anyone alive here. We're oh, just trying okay. to build a computer. So, so you're t- saying just take a dead body and use that. Right. <laughs> Which we have. You want to see a dead body? We have a dead body. You're right. Guido. We do. And I think, you know what? I think. We should make a Guido we computer? We should honor him. Let's hollow him out. Okay. And then just make him into like, some kind of a really cool case mod. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like what that. he would have wanted. And you know what? It's it's he's already frozen, so we don't have to worry about like temperature issues, right? Like this is the power button. button. How would you turn him on? Uh clearly <laughs> clearly <The> cooling. <laughs> clearly the cooling is already built in. Yeah, right. See, we just leave him outside. Although I'm kinda worried. What happens when he thaws? Do you think he'll come back to life? Or is he? Oh, that's a real possibility. Yes, I do. I wasn't thinking like about that before, but yes. <laughs> yeah, so he's just going to be like a uh, Guido bot then. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> do we do we have the resources to do that? Well, he left. The, I mean, he didn't leave us his money, but he had but he, a lot of money. Checks in his name, right? I mean, yeah. Where where do he, who do you leave his money to? His daughter. Uh, I don't actually think he's pronounced dead yet, though. Right? Like, he's just frozen. Oh, he's just, like... Cryoed. Yeah, just frozen. Like, what happens when somebody goes into cryo, I feel like, is fair game, right? Yeah. <laughs> is it? I don't know if the law feels that way. Um, <laughs> The things that we're going to have to think about in the future when people start, yeah. like, freezing themselves. I think it's a passing right. fad, though, right? I don't think people really freeze themselves anymore because... It was like cost prohibitive, and it showed it wasn't going to work or something. Or oh. do people still do that? I mean, people do that to lose weight. Now they like go sit oh, in yeah. like negative a hundred degrees for what a minute. What the fuck do they call it? it? Has some fancy ass name for basically freezing your belly off. <laughs> uh, it's like cryo something. Cryo fat removal. I don't know. I thought it was for. I know there's those chambers for like recovery that like athletes use. Cool sculpting. Cool sculpting. Mm, let me sculpt oh, this, my body. 
Is that what Guido is trying to do? He's, he's trying <laughs> to do <laughs> He just got sick and tired of everybody making making jokes. Yeah. Cheer him right now. I'm tired of being fat. <laughs> like just walks outside with the machine, turns it to max. Oh no, it's too much. And, like crosses his arms in disgust as he freezes solid. Like I said, he was in a ballerina pose, so I don't really know what was going on. Maybe he was trying to like double double down on like the fat loss, you know, freezing while exercising. Oh yeah. Maybe he huh. could feel it working and that's how he celebrated. <laughs> it's like the opposite of hot yoga. It's like I feel cold pretty. dancing. Uh anyways, um how was your guys' weeks? Uh um, pretty uneventful. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, sorry. I wish I had more to talk about this week because I, there's not a lot of in gaming news. I spent uh, most I played, of the week building a fire. <laughs> oh. What? In a, in but your I, house? Yeah, full in, not in the middle of the house with the fireplace because of the cold. <laughs> oh, I guess you know, I, you, you've been playing Resident Evil, right, Mill? Uh, yep. Uh, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yes. I'm sure. But yeah, spent some time doing that. Nice. Um. It, hmm. VR. Yeah, I don't know. Put a lot of VR, but we could talk about that later too. That was it. You <laughs> guys didn't do related stuff. Yeah, you didn't do anything not gaming related this week. Same uh, as last to, week. <laughs> I went to like. Me and Jen went to a land party last weekend. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, but it was we didn't actually play anything. We were just like meeting up with some friends there, and the party was like ending by the time we got there. I, I did play some Smash though with um, some random student that was there, and he kicked my ass because apparently he plays competitively. Sounds about right. I feel like anybody that asks someone to play smash is like professional at it or oh yeah yeah totally like i i was sitting in a group and he just like turns around and he's like does anyone want to play smash yeah <laughs> and i was like yeah sure i'll play with you yeah right why not and then you're like yeah. fuck why did i agree to do this yeah basically uh i suck at smash yeah so. it's I don't know. I'm okay at like a few characters, but I haven't played enough. Every Smash game that comes out, I think I buy it and then I never play it. I'll play it like <laughs> a couple of times uh, when I have people over or something. But right. Well, and it's that type of a game too. It's definitely more of a uh, party game or something like that, right? Something you break out when you got a bunch of people around. Yeah, there's people in our community that play it though, and it seems like the online works pretty decently well for it nice yeah so that's good cool well you didn't do anything this weekend uh no i just hunkered down dude and played the vr and stayed warm uh, stayed warm i uh i worked on my car a little bit but that really that what? uh the well well, me- well, my car, Megan's car. Oh, okay. We, uh, the, the cover gasket is leaking, so we popped, uh, me and a friend popped at the top and hooked around and see what was going on. We replaced it. And by the way, uh, he said it was the cleanest valve train he's ever seen in a Kia, <laughs> which goes to show you Mobile One works. That's nice. about all. Nice. Um, yeah, what did I do this weekend? 
Oh, I went outside for a little bit because there was supposed to be like freezing mist or some shit like that, but I didn't see any of it. Really uneventful. Oh, actually, no, we went like walking around. So like Lake Michigan has like obviously shorelines and beaches and shit like that. Um, But what I never really realized is that the lake actually has ice that floats on top and it kind of just like comes in word and gets like piled up on the beaches and it forms like these giant like ice dunes um on the beach itself so it's like you're out in a desert but it's just snow and ice and rachel and i went out and like walked around on some of them and there was one that was like out into the lake like a good deal like i don't know probably 50 or 60 yards off of the shore and then it was like this little peninsula that went out kind of like a pier like 10 feet out into the water and we both walked out there and literally as we walked out there we turned around to like look how far out we were and i just thought to myself like i'm standing on a six foot thick piece of ice over like 50 feet of fucking lake michigan water this probably isn't a good idea to be doing this so how about we just like head back to the beach where it's safe and i won't die from hypothermia if i fall into the water so we did, yeah, and that was fun, but it was a good adventure. So this ice, it, it like builds up on the shoreline, yeah, or is it just is it flat? No, is it, it like rocky. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, um, like dunes, like small dunes though, kind of like the the berms like uh along the ocean in North Carolina. You know how they're like mm-hmm. five six feet tall, kind of. Yeah, so July. it actually looks like dunes. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then, but it's like the ocean, or it's like the lake water keeps like going in and out like the ocean, you know, from waves. And it's like it gets it wet a little bit, and then it goes back out, and that that little bit of water freezes, and it just like keeps doing that and building outward from from the uh, shoreline out to, like I said, like forty yards out is where we were. It's pretty cool, but. I probably won't do that again anytime soon because it wasn't very smart. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. Is there water around you? Oh yeah. Or is it all ice? Uh, where we were on the peninsula, there was water. I probably won't do that again. Like going out there, it was all ice, you know, like up until that point. So I'd do that again just cause that was like cool, but probably shouldn't. Yeah. Fall in. Right. Yeah. I don't know. They probably test for that shit, right? Like, maybe probably be a sign up or something. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I would hope so, but yeah. maybe not. I don't know. We don't have our residential parks expert on the show today. He's frozen out there, so yeah, maybe I, maybe I don't listen to them anyways. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. Resident Evil, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, are we transitioning? <laughs> yeah, let's, into gaming. Let's let's do some let's gaming. Go, we gotta play some music. Oh right? shoot, that's right. Me? I gotta transition. Uh, let me find a segue. Do you have, um, you have one? Sure. Got let's a segue let's, right around here. Yeah, let's try Any this one. Oh, uh, I, the uh, <laughs> it's not playing. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. 
Maybe. Maybe. I promise. I forgot that we do in, like we do segues. Would you want some of my DNA? There it is. Look on my face. Segway. All right, there we Holy go. Holy shit. That, that one was oh, you got the depth. classics. I do yeah. have all the classics, yeah. You got the best of compilation. <laughs> There's like when did when did I get this? I got this March 12th of 2015. Oh yeah, this, that's a deep cut. Yeah, we're deep going cut. we're going old this week because I don't have uh-huh. anything new. What was that Vinny who made that? My go to? Yeah, something? probably go to. Back when she was, you know, weird and edgy. Yeah, not like today. <laughs> no, not at all. Back when back when our community was like twenty people and we <laughs> Facebook chat was like our main hangout spot. Yeah, was it Facebook chat? Yeah, yeah, and we Mumble. had a Facebook group and Mumble. That's right. <laughs> like we we had this like cobbled together form of Discord that we used <laughs> back before Discord was a thing. Right. That blows my mind, dude. How how obvious was that idea in hindsight to make like a competent uh, chat app that you can actually also talk on? Uh, I, I mean, I guess oh, Skype horribly, is around. Horribly but... obvious, yeah. Yeah, but Skype sucks at group. Like that's the, the biggest thing... thing that it has against it, right? You can't do multiple like calls yeah. with whoever and like have people just join and leave as they want you have to call somebody like a telephone instead of just the having one... like open servers <laughs> yeah the one thing that discord doesn't have that i think would make it perfect that i've had other chat clients in the past even in like the late 90s there was one called hotline and it was basically discord minus a voice component but multiple servers you could join and they had a f like a mobile ftp like a shared file cloud host built off of whatever computer the server was running on that everyone could pull and download and upload files to. It was a hotbed of piracy, of course. But I mean, even for legit servers, it was fun. Because you could log into a server that had a common theme, maybe like, I don't know, Star Trek or something. And everyone would be talking about Star Trek. And you have like custom Star Trek user icons. You could download... Wave files of the themes and like video clips back when everyone was still on like baud modems. But think about if Discord had that, like rather than having to link to something, we could have like a centralized FTP just for our Discord of like some you know things people are sharing or looking at. Yeah, but it would just all be piracy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's gonna just be people sharing episodes of Star Trek and video <laughs> games with each other. Yeah, for sure. There's no way that it but wouldn't yes, turn that into that. would be that. cool. I mean, look at Plex, right? Like that's basically what Plex is. It's it's, just... ba- it's basically Plex without a chat component. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is Plex? Uh, online backup service that you can sh- access anywhere in the world. Essentially, it's technically not piracy because we got around it by saying it's a backup of something somebody owns. Right. But effectively, it's a massive cloud shared media app. So all that people do is they just rip stuff when they like rent it, quote unquote, or just pirate it and then just share their Plex with somebody. And it's like once you share your Plex with them, it's like a shared folder that you have access to forever. So you can just like Uh, go in and look at their their collection forever. It's actually installed, I think, on Windows 10 by default now. Oh, okay. So it's just like a network folder that shows up on your computer. 
it's heavily customizable to the point where you wouldn't even recognize it as an app. You could actually load it onto like a television OS or even a computer and it would, it launches in its own interface, which is like graphics, music, the whole nine yards. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Not gonna lie. You wouldn't even know you're not using a computer or something. You just boot right into it and it looks like a menu that has like TVs, movies, like the one I got that some someone talked me through doing it because I finally – he wanted me to try Plex so bad. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm doing it. So I download it and I downloaded some version of – I think it's called Cody, which is a quarter sort of like Plex. And he had me download this like package file and it, it changed the entire layout of the UI. Like I'm staring at the Lost, the cast of Lost as like the backdrop for the art and then it switches to like the Millennium Falcon and rotates your images and I have like all these buttons that lead me to like torrented shared and streaming files of all kinds of movies and television shows okay yeah frankly I I hate it (laughs) I hate it it's it's bewildering everything's in 720p uh I miss my old file sharing community that I belong to but it's it's been it's entering it's Third month of downtime. It's the longest it's ever been down in the 12 years we've had it. So I think that it's dead. And so I'm using this as a surrogate. So so basically you're saying Discord needs to implement this so that way you have a, a viable replacement for yes. what you just lost. Yes. Yeah, so can you do that for me? That'd be great. <laughs> Please, Discord, help us out. Um, yeah. I, if, if I had to implement something in Discord... Uh, I don't know what it would be. Do you have any ideas, Mill? Um, maybe like just combine Twitch with Discord, so you could stream directly to a Discord channel or something. Mm, that's a good idea, right? Because then it's not like people have to go to Twitch to actually like see the stream that's going on. You can just have like channels to aggregate uh people that are streaming. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot because it's like when Guido and I did that dual stream, we could have had like two channels that people could have gone to and saw both of them. You yeah, know, like or within the app. Yeah, or even like to take it a step further, what Steam does. And I think Guido talked about this before where you can like spectate someone's game from Steam. Yeah. Just put that into Discord so you could just like take twitch out of the equation entirely right i guess the one thing that twitch does have though is that it's super flexible right like you can stream anything so like if i just want to fucking watch youtube videos and talk to people like i can do that since that's like the big thing now like fucking just chatting is always up there like where is it at right now number three with almost a hundred thousand people watching people just talk I guess yeah. whatever, like with their with their tits out. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's let's go take a look at some of these. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Give I, us, I actually don't give know. us a play by play. Uh, number one. Uh, Greek god X with twenty thousand yep. people. Um. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, it's a dude. Wow. It's a dude. It's a oh, dude. Yeah, he's pretty popular. Sweet. He's, he's like, uh, he's, I don't know. He's okay. He's like kind of funny, very loud. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's how Twitch is, right? 
but yeah. loud, like loud yeah. personalities. A little bit above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, so we segued, shall we talk about some <laughs> we games? We segued into video Do we do another segue since that wasn't really, uh, that was Plex talk? Uh, it's up to you. All You're right. Segue guy. We're, we're kicking, we're kicking another segue and into gaming. What? I don't even remember that one. <laughs> what are some of these old ass fucking segues? I don't remember that. I don't at know. All. I just want to hear this collection now. Yeah, we'll end up just playing them all. We'll segue for everything. How's that sound? All right, all right. How many do you have? <laughs> uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Okay, fourteen segues. All right, yeah. Whenever you feel like it, just load up a segue. <laughs> just kick it off. <laughs> yeah, we'll go down memory lane right, a little bit here. Right in the middle of every of somebody talking about something. Just yeah, kick off it. a segue. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh all right. So uh this week, uh Resident Evil two remastered released. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mill, you got it? I did. Ooh. Um sounds like it's doing pretty well too. I saw some numbers like it was one of their best selling Resident Evil games on Steam, or maybe the best selling on Steam ever. One of the biggest uh, games on Twitch right now, too. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, seems like it's really popular. Um, which I don't know if that surprises me or not. I guess that franchise is still pretty popular, right? Uh, and the last game they made was really good too, Resident Evil Seven. I really enjoyed that. I think like between the last game and this game this franchise has become kind of one of my favorite franchises. Really? It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and I played, I haven't played all the games, but I played four and five and like, I really enjoyed those games a lot. So what yeah, is I think it about they, resident evil that you love so much? Um, just the combination of the horror and the shooting mechanics are good. And then the like a little sprinkling of puzzles into it as well. Right. Um, I also think they are pretty good with the storytelling. Like, um, I think the the voice acting in this game is pretty good. The dialogue is kind of so so. Uh, I think it may be in part because it's translated from Japanese, but the voice acting is good. The storytelling is good. Um, the monster design it's fucking disgusting the monsters are like absolutely so, disgusting yeah horribly disgusting <laughs> like if you if you look at resident evil 7 that game is fucking disgusting but resident evil 2 like this remake is also fucking disgusting the monsters and like when you shoot them their fucking faces blow off and like you can see under their skin and bones and it's just like so detailed and gory and gross so did they like redo new oh, monsters yeah. for this or are they like it's, just upscaled redone no, of the same it's, ones it's, they built the game from the ground up so it's it's not a remaster it's a remake oh okay. so it's it's basically it's the same story right um as resident evil 2 but they built it using their new engine and yeah everything is built from the ground up 
because this is a PlayStation 2 game, and like a lot of the what made them popular were the the camera angles are heavily curated using set pieces of design. Right. Like fixed camera assets pointing in one direction towards a really elaborately illustrated hallway or room. Well, that's all gone. No, they're not, they, they got rid of all the fixed camera angles and the tank-like controls, and now you can move around naturally and organically. So they had to rebuild it all. But, I mean, that was what helped make it look so good back then right like you had to take advantage of those kind of things you had to be able to pre-render stuff and not try to use the crappy graphics and uh, processing that we had back then there's a few questions that people have brought up about whether they've made they're able to maintain the spirit and intent and tone of the originals by doing this and the common consensus is that they pulled it off good i mean i mean uh, millpool you'd agree right they pulled it off yeah, I think so. Um, I didn't play the first game. I played halfway through Resident Evil 2 on the Nintendo 64, so oh. like 20 years ago or whatever. I was a PS2 um, boy. Was it on the PS2? P- was it PS1 or PS2? Or PS1. PS- wow, PS1. Jesus yeah, I was going to say, it's probably earlier than PS2. But I remember playing it as a kid, you know, you'd push the start button, and it would go Resident Evil 2. <laughs> yeah, so I, this game doesn't do that unfortunately so that's maybe one place where they miss the mark is not having the title card right uh read out like that you gotta Um, take advantage of that type of stuff come on i think did it okay and i'm with millpool by the way it's one of my most beloved franchises uh and i just love any any i love horror games with agency like i'm not a big fan of like um um outlast or something i hate those kind of games but i love um clive barker made a series of games that were really popular back in the early 2000s like undying and jericho but some of the ones you probably are more familiar with obviously from that little job we had with one of the games was fear yeah fear is a great one any any game where you're you're kind of immersed in the unnatural and the horror but you still have the ability to like explore it and fight against it and do your best to survive I love shit like that. I think Condemned, uh, Criminal Origins, the Fatal Frame series, Alan Wake, all that stuff. I love that shit. See, I've never really been into like horror type games, and I don't really know why that is. Like, because I've been well, I'm not into pure horror, but horror with like that kind of agency, though. Right. I don't know. Bloodborne's yeah, yeah. an excellent example. Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Yeah, I haven't played Bloodborne. Dark Souls. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like I'm a horror game fan or horror, horror genre, wait, horror game genre fan necessarily, but right. Um, but this yeah. is enough horror for you, but not like too much. Essentially, I think Resident Evil, Resident it's, Evil series, embodifies that dynamic. Yeah, it's it's not even like it's it's not too much. Like I think it's it gives you a lot, um, especially in terms of like the goriness and stuff. Uh, aside from that, like it's it's not a psychological horror or anything. There's just jump scares in it, right? But it's just a really well made game. Uh, first and foremost, I think super tight, super tight. Yeah. So was seven, really. I mean, I've been happy with what they've been doing to the franchise for a while now. Yeah, and it's not super long. Like I'm about six hours in. I I've heard it's about an eight eight hour experience, uh, and then you get the B side, which unlocks after you beat beat it once. Which is like um, hard mode, but yeah, from what I've heard, it's it's like a kind of retelling of the same story. Uh, and there's two characters that you can play the game as. You can either choose Leon 
or uh, Claire, um, I think. Okay. Yeah. Did you see those stats about Leon? Like 74% of first-time players chose Leon? Yeah, yeah. well, I saw it from you. <laughs> yeah. That's Yeah, I was mentioning it earlier since like, it was a biggie or something. And uh, I forgot I did it in open discourse. But yeah, it just blew me away because I would have chosen uh, Leon first as well, I guess, out of just like habit to the original game. I didn't really think how how a majority of folks would do that too. Yeah, I don't know. I chose Leon for no specific reason, really. Was he um, the I original? I, well, originally it had two characters. Okay. Like, this is this everything I've mentioned follows from the original game. Okay. But there's two characters and then once you beat it, it unlocks the B side of the story. And the um, and that was the same with the original too. Unlocking yeah. B side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, if anyone's on the fence, I give my seal of approval. It's very good. Cool. You get Millpool's seal of approval. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Dude, that was too perfect. <laughs> that was too perfect. Right. Uh- I didn't know which one that Were was. Were you hovering over that one? Uh, I, I saw Millpool Segway 1, and it does oh, okay. not say Canadian. And the other one says Canadian Segway. So I know I knew not to play that one. I didn't know what that was actually going to be. But I think that turned out, like, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's our segue, I guess, into the next topic. Oh, VR. VR Wally. You got a VR headset this week? Hey, I got a VR, buddy. I'm a VR bro. A VR bro. Yeah, I uh, Guido uh, got the Oculus Rift, and after talking with him and doing some research, I figured, you know what? Fuck it. I have a 1070. I mean, I, it's gone down in price enough. Let's do this shit. Nice. And sure enough, um, I pop in some contact lenses and slap that bad boy on, and it's actually a lot of fun. I did, I've i only gotten motion sickness on one game, and from what I've been, I can tell, that one game is notorious for doing it, so I don't feel so bad. What game was it? Uh, uh, something called From Other uh, from Different Sons, and it was basically, it was literally the game FTL, but in first person. Mm. And you would basically have to repair a spaceship, encounter aliens, trade, fight, beam over somewhere. That which is a little bit different. Beam that, over there somewhere to explore and get some gear. And that just sounds motion sickness, like in a game. Like I don't want to be it, in a game where my feet aren't planted on something, and I have some type of spatial awareness of reality. You know what I mean? That's just it. it you have artificial gravity in, in that game. Like you're walking around. I think it's the close quarters of the corridors that's the problem. Oh. Uh, I, I think it was it's almost too confined of a space. When right, moving left and right, the entire world's just corridors and moving, and it makes me just. I think that had to have been it. A little claustrophobia kicking in too. Yeah, claustrophobia or something. I didn't know I had, but uh, I got a game called Lost Echo, which is like a first-person adventure game, single player. Okay, where you're an android that's assisting uh, an astronaut with um, some research and mining vessel out outside the rings of Saturn near Jupiter. And uh, and and I think, like, you're floating around a lot, and there's there's no gravity in this. And I feel perfectly fine in that. Okay. But I, I will say that the game, is, the game is an excellent example of where things are going in terms of narrative direction and immersiveness because it's done so well. 
you feel like you're in that space. It just it's probably one of the best one of the new freshest and most jaw-dropping experiences I've had in gaming for a while. I mean, I know Millpool, I know that uh, Millpool was talking about the PSVR, and he had a vibe before that, and he, I grilled his brain, and I talked with Guido, and Guido was doing it more because I think he was just bored, which is no surprise to anyone. <laughs> but I uh, I got it, and I'm thinking to myself, I need to broaden my horizon, too, because I'm getting a little jaded. Right. I come at games that are like, okay, well, what are you going to do? What do you surprise me? And I'm I'm coming at it all scoffy, like I know what, you know what to expect. And, right, right. Um, and... This one actually, you feel like a kid again. Like the, the intro thing is called First Contact, where you're dealing with this robot from like the 80s that looks like the guy from Short Circuit, and you interact with him, and he has all kinds of games you can play, and you're giggling like a kid. You know, I was smiling ear to ear while, while, while playing with this and figuring out how to navigate myself in this three-dimensional landscape. And I know a lot of people were like skeptical and on the fence about it. But if you actually have the money burning a hole in your pocket, it is, for the 350, you get the two sensors and the helmet and the controller, which is really intuitive controllers. I think you're opening yourself up to a, you know, a whole world of different things. I, I was really impressed. Uh, before I f- forget one last thing, too, educationally, I got to sit in on something the BBC made where basically in 1944, a BBC reporter brought a record recorder on to catalog his... Uh, joining a bombing crew in a, in a Lancaster bomber over Germany. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those big flights where they, they did mass bombings uh, near the end of the war. Wait, is this, just, is this a VR thing? Yes. Oh, okay. And so they, they took his recording, completely digitally recreated positionally where he was on the ship for different parts of the trip. Not the whole trip, because it was like, oh, it was, it's an eight-hour trip, but they're in back again. Right. But the isolated pockets of it. So you're sitting here, like, behind the bombardier or behind the pilot and the co-pilot, and there's searchlights shooting up into the air. And you're hearing the flak and the booming and the roaring of the engines. And one of the ships goes down in front of you because it got hit by flak, and they they spotted you, and they're trying to bring you down. You're doing invasive maneuvers as much as you can in this giant bomber. And you can hear the radio chatter. the, The actual radio chatter that they recorded, these guys just doing their jobs, trying to survive. And then the actual bombing raid where you're sitting behind like the bombardier and you're seeing the bombs be released and they're talking about where to coordinate the strike as the whole city below you is a glow and fire and fury of, of the bombing raids over and over again. And, and then you're on your way back to England because they made it. I think the ship was called F for Freddy. And one of the co-pilots starts singing some old English folk song because they're also happy to get home again. And you're there in the middle of it all. And that made the whole price of the experience worth it. That's fucking crazy. Like, I can't even imagine where this is going to end up going. Yeah. When, like, because uh, from what I've seen, it, it's not, let's say, bad graphics from a lot of the VR stuff. But it's also not really fantastic stuff. Like, we're talking PS3, right? Like, it's yeah. kind of like where we're at right now. It's really hard to explain, but I, I now that I know what what screen door effect is, is like this throw, right, throw around term. The only way you would notice that and if you had bugged you is if you didn't have an appreciation for the experience itself. It's so minor a complaint that you must have a lot of time on your hands to obsess over that little drawback. I mean, it's there. I get it. But the experience, if it's a properly done experience, is so immersive right. that it overrides everything. Well, and that's what we uh, got to look at as far as VR goes, right? Because it's not about the highest quality game or the best gameplay or anything like that. It's about the uh, experience that you're getting and the experience yeah. that 
other people are getting as well within the game. And that that was free. That's I awesome. Mean, the, yeah, you have like forty dollar games. Sure, I get that. Lost Echo is like forty bucks. I but but like these BBC productions and these educational things, you can find them on the Oculus Store for for nothing. There's even a virtual museum that's full of like Rembrandts and and various other uh, Age of Rubens period artwork. It was five bucks, and it was you know it's just amazing to be able to kind of see these high res scans, granted through 1080p because of the dual vision, but right. you're there in front of it, and it just blows me away. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. Uh, Something that really stood out to me yesterday when you guys were playing uh, was the in-person community-ness of that... uh, Fuck, what game were you guys playing? Onward? Yeah, the one where you guys were shooting people? Military, yeah, military shoot. Yeah, yeah. When you walked into that that, uh, room and you were like, hey... Is it cool with you guys that we're like here? Like, are you hi? What's up? You know, it's like that <laughs> that really weirdness that you don't get in a game, where you kind of like attach a person with another VR person, even though it's the same avatar that you would find in any other game. It's just like the stumble into somebody and like weird, awkward first encounter of who are you? What are you doing here? Kind of thing. Like it really just hit me like, Oh, it's like you guys are all literally talking to each other in the same room, but you're not in the same room. You're all separate in your own places, just virtually in these rooms. Well, the community is so small that I think there's like, there's a, there's a certain amount of egalitarianism to it. Right. Except for there's a, the paywall is helpful too, but, but even free games like VR chat, there's aside from the trolls and the weirdness and the people who are just odd. There's a earnestness to the experience. There's an honesty to it that I think is really hilarious too. Uh, but I, 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 overall though, I think that the community is so small. People want to get along, so they, they want to kind of band together. Right. Well, that's cool. I like how a week into while they're having VR, he's like training to kill Nazis already. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, um, what my my favorite part? I don't know if you caught this on the stream, but like, there's there's hiccups in these games. Like, this was an early development, and I picked a, a particular class of soldier that had an M two four nine, and you'll appreciate this nasty from being around them probably in the real form. Uh, but like, you know how it's belt fed, yeah, and they have to you have to pull back the uh, loading mechanism for. Well, the problem is is by the way, yeah, that's how you can load all the all the guns in the game. You actually can, you know, pull, put the cartridge in and then pull and yada yada. But um, the the ammo wasn't automatically fed into the gun. And, so, I, and at first, I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I started grabbing at the ammo, and sure enough, it came away out of the box. Really? In so then strip. did you have to yeah. flip the top open and then throw the ammo in the, the top and then to- flip? Yeah. <laughs> We didn't know how to load the goddamn thing because we were like, so we have, we're on this terrorist hunt and then we're in the middle of like the suburban street because the idea of this scenario is that there's terrorists terrorizing like the suburban area that's been cordoned off by the police. But like you have, if you can picture this, two Marines on a sidewalk haggling over into M249 trying to figure out how to load it. God. (laughs) And that was probably one of my highlight moments of the game. That's actually really cool. Cool. So does it get the Wally stamp of approval? We refunded it. Oh. 
<laughs> uh, we don't know. We, we, we're kind of like VR Bedouins right now. We're we're uh, we're we're exploring as many titles as we physically can. Uh, we think we think Onward is really good, but uh, there's yet. other games like it that we should not yet. Uh, it's early access too, so it's almost on. It's on its way. We wanted to try it because it had AI component to it. Mm. But uh, there's another game called Contractors. It's more PvP, uh, kind of like COD ish. Cool. That we might be trying later for Steam. It's a Steam game. Nice. But does VR get your stamp of approval? Oh, VR? Absolutely. Uh, I I really do think that if you have a 1060, 1070 uh, or better, and you have 350 you're willing to you know kind of part with, it's an experience that I think you're not going to want to miss because I think ensuing generations of VR will be more refined, but right. you're going to be paying almost three times the price. Yeah, this see, I need a new in. graphics card first. A 580 would be able to handle an Oculus. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe well, handle the, it, the, like, the, without streaming, but I don't well, the, know. The, the, oh. Well, the minimum the minimum recommended card for the Oculus Rift is another reason for people to take the plunge if they want. Is it, you have to remember when this came out, the recommended card's a 970. Oh, then Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I'd I'd much rather invest in a new card than invest in VR at this oh, point. Oh, absolutely. Yes, do that. All right. Wally's stamp of approval. Ladies and gentlemen, the Wally Segway. All right. That was a classic, but I was almost expecting that one. That's a very popular one. Yeah, I guess. For I, back in the day, I mean. Yeah, I back in the day. It. it probably hasn't been used in quite a while, right? Yeah. Um. Anyways, what do we talk about now? Uh, do you want to talk about WoW? What's sure. Going on in WoW? Yeah, sure. Mention your new video series and stuff and what you're working on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I made a second video uh, for YouTube, uh, number two in the vlog. Um, but this week was not the intro. It was actually like an intro to the raid and like how everything's going. Um, so, yeah, if you want to go check it out... Uh, I actually don't know where. So, can I rant a little bit about YouTube? Yes, rant. Yeah, away. let's hear it. Lay it on, a, on us. Um. Ugh. So, as a new person, oh, thanks, Wally. That's exactly uh-huh. how I feel like YouTube is doing to me right now. They're just fucking belching on me. They don't give you an option to like set up a name like in your URL, and if I go to search for myself, I'm so small that I don't exist. So it's like, how do you give? people a place to find your things when you can't actually find the thing that you're looking for on youtube you know it's really frustrating anyways you have a segue for that one oh uh yeah yeah hang on all right yo 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 my name is nasty and this is a segue (laughs) (laughs) um Wait, they don't let you do that? Because we have one for uh, YouTube.com slash JustOKGamers, right? Yeah. So if I want to do that, I have to have more than 100 subs. 
And I have to have more than a 30-day-old account. Oh, fuck you guys. And I have to have, like, a verified email address and something else. Ugh. There's, like, four criteria in order to have a customized uh, URL. Now, mm. we've had that account for, like, what, five years, give or take? So it might have been different back then when we first created our YouTube channel. Uh, but now it's a pain in the ass. So... Yeah. Um, as far as how to find it, I guess you could find me on Instagram, uh, Nasty Streams. Um, it's in my profile. The link to it's in my profile. That's probably the best way because I don't like have a web page or anything like that. Or on Discord. Well, I, I liked it. Or on you Discord. Can find nasty. Yeah. yeah. Just come join us on Discord. Discord.gg/slash Just Okay Gamers. Be a part of our great community. It's growing. It, it's been cool seeing some of the new faces from two weeks ago become like regulars in the channel. So there's a guy I really like. Um, I was starting to pick up names. Yeah, Kasagi. Oh yeah, Kasagi. Uh huh. He's a really cool dude. Yep. One of the one of our uh, WoW recruits that's made his way into the community. So it's been great seeing seeing that expansion. Yeah. Um, so as far as WoW news goes, uh, Mythic released on Tuesday, and the Mythic World First Race is going on again. Um, right now we have two teams in the in the lead, tied right now for eight of nine. Uh, Method, the reigning champions of the World First for like the past six or seven tiers, and um, they're from the EU. And then we also have Limit from the U.S., who's 8 of 9 and sitting uh, at the same spot. So it's been a pretty tight race, I guess one could say. Um, but it this last fight just looks bonkers. Like, there's so many fucking things going on. Uh, when, did, when did it release again? Tuesday. So these guys have pretty much been going around the clock trying to get through it yeah i think that method said that they raid from 8 a.m until midnight if i remember hearing correctly so that's what 16 hours damn that's crazy yeah it's a long time for sure do they do you know if they have like an a team and a b team or what no they just have an a team just an a team yeah um, so these guys, like, once this comes out, I mean, a lot of them are probably full-time streamers already, right? Yeah, a handful of them. Like, if I look at Twitch right now, um, five of them are in, like, the top ten. How many people uh, go into this raid? Like, what's the max? Oh, so, oh, that's a good question. Mythic raiding. Uh, max 20-person teams. Um, and... It releases all at the same time for NA and all at the same time for EU and then again for Asia. Um, and they're about 16 hours apart. So US first, then EU, and then Asia Pacific. Um, and that's kind of been the controversy is like the US gets a 16-hour lead, but EU has still managed for the last seven raids to be the world first um, independent of time. Um, so for once, oh, wow. the US has representing um uh, well i shouldn't say for once last year the u.s was really close limit was really close to uh having world first uh but they thought they were so close uh the following week so that went on for eight days 
um, that they didn't go and re-clear everything leading up to the last boss and ended up losing it. So this tier, it's been neck and neck. Uh, the U.S. team ended up getting there yesterday. Um, yeah, yesterday morning. And then uh, the EU team got there this morning, I believe. Um, so they're about, you know, that 16 hours apart is where they're kind of at. But the U.S. team has 16 hours essentially on this last boss that the EU team doesn't. Um, but only the EU team is streaming. So uh, it's been 50,000, I think 60,000 is what I saw today on the official stream. Uh, they got a bunch of casters kind of sitting there talking about stuff, talking about WoW and giving you a bunch of different perspectives it's pretty cool i was just listening to it you know like uh twitch audio only on my phone today mm-hmm. so it was uh it was nice to just like hear people talk about it and just kind of take it in because we're gonna be getting there eventually ourselves yeah I, i've seen the stream like number one number two on twitch for the past couple of days yeah for sure um that must be kind of a disadvantage to them though that they're streaming it and uh, that the other team is not huge disadvantage yeah because it's all about strategy right like figuring out what works and what doesn't work in these fights and and how to work as a team and that can go from a certain way to handle something to your team's composition right like um there's so many different variables that come into this type of stuff that these guys maybe do or don't have access to based on what they feel comfortable playing and what they what is the right thing to play i guess for the fight so it's 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 fun seeing it some of these other smaller guilds are um also streaming it so it's cool to see some of the less famous people uh kind of up there like right now wildcard gaming is another na team and they're uh in tied for fourth tied for third with like two other teams um so it's good to see some of them kind of showing up and getting some love in twitch too they're number two in the in the world of warcraft with like five thousand people watching them so yeah if you like the game or any interested in it at all just head over to twitch check it out yeah so how long do these usually take to beat you said like eight days for the previous one do you think it'll take that long again no because they're it'll be already on the last guy right Tomorrow? Yeah, I think tomorrow. Um, today they had. S- I think they're still streaming right now. But last I heard about uh, an hour ago, they were at like seventy-five polls on the last boss. Um, and some people are estimating that it'll be like a two hundred and fifty to three hundred poll boss uh, to be able to get it down, give or take. They were about forty percent on the fight, but there's that last forty percent is a. Uh, gonna be a bitch we just did the fight last night not on mythic and i'd say the last 40 percent is way harder than the first 60 percent. so it'll be what, interesting oof. what is a pull uh every time that you pull the boss and then die like yeah. as a group so pull attempt i guess yeah attempts yeah that's a good way to, to re to say it while in not is that the terms. same as a, a wipe yeah so, well, okay. you have the pull of the boss, and then you have the wipe of the team. So, each term happens once. So, multiple once. pulls assumes a wipe, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. yeah, right. But shouldn't it ideally only take one? 
<laughs> or are you saying like 250 over the lifetime of completing it? Yeah, it's the 250 to 300 attempts at the boss is what oh, people okay. are estimating to be able to to finish it to get the first kill. Right. So just to kill it one time. Which is crazy, like thinking about that stuff. But like you said, a lot of these guys are full-time streamers or they have jobs where they can take off and not give them a time to come back. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how, how these guys do crazy. this. Because right. like in Legion, there was a 19 day tier where it took 19 days to kill the fir- to kill the boss the first time, which is insane. Like that's three full weeks of work that somebody had to take off. Yeah. Like that's somebody's full year's allotment worth of vacation just to play this game for one of <laughs> four tiers that came out in the last expansion. How many how many like marriages and relationships have been destroyed oh. from this kind of oh. stuff? Countless. <laughs> I can't hey, even Megan imagine. Megan has a t-shirt called has, <laughs> Megan has a t-shirt that says Wow Widow on it. Oh, really? That's funny. Uh, I'm not surprised. back in the day. Yeah. So how is your group doing? Uh, we're doing good. This um, Tuesday, we ended up getting uh, five of nine down on Heroic. Um, and then yesterday, we cleared normal for the first time. So uh, I'd say heroic, heroic is one below Mythic? Yep. Yeah, so medium okay. difficulty, essentially. Um. So I'd say good. I estimated that it's going to take us about three weeks to clear Heroic. And at the rate that we're going, I could see that. Um, But we got Super Bowl Sunday coming up, and I feel like that's going to put a damper on things. So it might be a little bit more than my three-week estimate. Because that's like a fucking holiday in the U.S., basically. Yeah, Yeah, it might as well be. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. Same. All right. That's enough wild talk. Moving on. <laughs> nice. Um, do we talk about Anthem? Eh. No. Do you want to talk about them? Millpool, what do you we think? We can. I'm indifferent about the whole thing. I don't really have much to say. I don't know much about it, honestly. What, what about just thoughts I watched, on Anthem? How's that? I've watched I, a little gameplay, and it just looks like Destiny, but in third person to me. And yeah, I'm getting that, that vibe. Like hardcore. interests me very much. I already got you know uh, Division Two, which already has a checkered past right. with a lot yeah. of people barking up my neck, and I love that game. So I, I, I got to devote my attention to make sure that doesn't fall through the cracks in this community. So I don't have time to worry about this weird wannabe kind of <laughs> Warframe-fucked Destiny kind of hybrid thing. So <laughs> I, I, I'm really worried about, like, <laughs> is this what it is, right? It's this what it feels like. Yeah. And like, it's like well, if, well, it can have all this stuff and this stuff. Well, Destiny does that. But it's got this and this and this. Yeah, but Warframe does that better. That's all I'm hearing. Uh, I would have played it over the weekend, but they fucked their servers on the VIP weekend for pre-orders and invites, so I didn't get to play. And so I have no idea what it's going to be like, and that wasn't very encouraging. And now I won't get into it because I, I honestly am tired about talking about microtransactions too, but 
uh, it just found out everyone like some photo leaked of what their store could look like, uh, and uh, the developers backpedaled hard because they, according to the sample pricing. If you were to buy a full suit skin for your little robot man that you're inside of, it costs about 20 bucks or in-game currency, whatever the equivalent would be. But yeah, and people are like, 20 bucks for a skin? Holy fuck, this is terrible. Well, it's EA, and, and the wheels start turning, everyone's pissed. So it that thing is just under a cloud. I have no idea what to think. Of course it costs $20. What are people expecting? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't justice. be surprised if it costs they want $100. Blood. For a fucking skin. They were out for blood. Everyone's out for blood for this game. I, I I feel for the developers if it's an actually a good game. But I don't think it will be, so maybe all the skepticism is justified. But I'm really I, worried I am, suck. I am positive this game is going to do well, and it's going to make them a lot of money. On the console side, I think, more than the PC side. I mean, it, it to me, it, from what I saw, it doesn't do anything to distinguish itself from like destiny or warframe but nothing i don't, I don't think they need to i right. you know it looks it's like a solid game yeah i mean destiny just, sells I'm, well right warframe I'm trying does to find well its soul. i'm trying to find its soul the anthem soul and i, I feel like it, it, it's mmo but it's not it's kind of a dungeon crawler loot game but it's not it's sort of like a hey being a robot with your friends game but it's not entirely so, like, what is it? I've been continually asking since the day it was revealed. What is this strange fly around in a robot with only three other people, co-op, MMO, but only that's only that so far, not open world, shooter, but sort of, but third person, but maybe. What is this game? And I still don't have an answer, other than those comparisons I make in jest. It... So, I've never played Destiny, and... Uh, but I am getting definitely like the destiny vibe from this. It's just like instance based MMO stuff. So like monster hunter, maybe. Well, yeah, exactly. Let me put it this way. From what I've learned, take, take the dungeon crawler aspect, like all with, with the search function and everything, the drop in party for just a dungeon four people though. And make that like a Warframe dynamic, and that is Anthem. But it, it's going to have the same kind of thing, uh, the framework that Destiny does, right? Or is it more... Or minus, it's going to have less. Is it more narrow? To, you, you'll be able to walk around in this landscape, I think, a little bit, but you're not going to be able to stumble into other people. It doesn't have that, even on the open side. Oh, so you just you go in with a group of people, like four yeah. people or something? Yeah, it's a it's a heavily curated four man experience. But there is like there is some sort of hub world, right? Where there is you're a hub just for walking around and seeing other people. The closest approximation to their hub experience would be something like Diablo. Yeah. Wait. Also, doesn't isn't the hub world all in first person as well? From what I saw, and like you it can't looks even like see, you can't even see your gear or anything like that. That's that seems. Don't weird. know about appearance in, per, but I do know it's first person. Hang on, let me let me buy a twenty dollars skin that I can't actually show off to anybody but three people that I play with all the time. I, I just don't <laughs> know why would you put the hub world in first person when the rest of the game is in third person? Right. Like I can under I can kind of understand the opposite with what Destiny did with like a first person shooter, but when you're in the hub world, it's in third person, so you can see like your gear it's and everything. Confirmed, always first person hub world. 
Why? It's for quote unquote immersion. That's what they're saying. It's immersion. For immersion. Oh, it, to me, it sounds like let's do the opposite of Destiny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around like the reasoning behind that decision. Apparently, you'll have pe- played chances to see your pilot, uh, like when you were in conversations, like kind of a Fallout dialogue exchange. But most of the time, when you're in the hub, it's first person. I I don't yeah I don't understand, but I guess I don't need to. I'm not really their target. <laughs> I don't understand who their target might be. Maybe it's the D two players that aren't happy with oh, D two. I can make it one better, by the way. What? Not only that, not only is it first person only, the hubs remain single player even when you're partied up. Oh, so you don't go into the hub with your no. party? No, it's all NPCs. Why? Wait, no, there's there's not other players in there at all. You will also you will also won't be seeing anybody else in Tarsus. You can still be part of an Xbox Live or a PlayStation only party and talk to people, but we don't want you in the hub talking to a talking to, uh, talking to a non-player character and then suddenly a buddy walks up saying, "Come on, we got to go." We want immersion, single player hubs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you do you, Anthem? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know what? More power to him. Maybe it turns out to be something really awesome. Yeah, maybe it'll all make sense when the game comes out. Yeah, yeah. It might. You know, it might be magic. You know, kismet. Maybe that whole immersion thing. I mean, these guys would do this for a living, right? So maybe. Oh, now I am a pilot. I am this person. Right. Maybe I'll totally get into it. Who the fuck knows? I'm gonna buy it, but I'm not gonna pre-order that game. It not who not in your life. Who's making this game? EA and oh. Bioware. Bioware. Oh, Bioware? Okay. Yep. One of the most confusing quotes I've ever heard about this game is this, it feels like a, it doesn't feel like, no, this is a direct quote from IGN. It doesn't feel like a Bioware game, but it feels like a game made by Bioware. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, so, do you so think... how does it, adds to my confusion. I think I think I did hear that the combat is somewhat similar to uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. What do you think about that, Wally? Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of Bioware's of uh, Bioware's combat mechanics. Uh, it's probably the weakest part of all of their games, so I don't know if that's a feather in their cap or not. But since we're playing as independently chosen characters. Uh, it may come out. Maybe that's the that's the secret sauce. Maybe since you're playing with other people, the combat will make a bit more sense. Hey guys, it's uh, me, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Hi. I heard hello. you guys talking about my game. Oh yeah, uh, Anthem. Yeah, uh, yeah, Anthem. Can yeah, you... I designed all the uh, Titans. I think they're called. Can you answer some <laughs> questions for us, Jerry? absolutely okay uh what is anthem anthem is a game where you go and you find some like mech suits some of my favorites are the ones called like the storm chaser okay and the uh gladiator mech suit okay and you go and you have to recover the United States of America national anthem from the hands of Morgan Freeman. Oh, See, I would play that. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Got me hooked. See, they do have something. 
But later on, spoiler alert, you find out that the anthem is really just all in Americans' hearts. Oh. oh. Like, it's written down, but he that's what he takes. But heart? it's really in their hearts. Oh. Yeah, does he take someone's heart? He does take several people's hearts. Okay. And that's what powers the mech suits, you see. <laughs> oh, so... Thank you. Kind of oh, like Iron sense. Man. Just like Iron Man. In fact, Tony Stark is a man protagonist in this story. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers. Wait, Tony Stark and Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman is the antagonist. Holy Morgan shit. Freeman. And Tony Stark is the protagonist. Um, what was your budget for this game? $18 billion. How much of that was spent oh, wow. on just them? That's EA money. Fourteen billion. Oh, okay. They're very well to do now. <laughs> so four billion dollars was spent on development. Well, I get paid two billion. Oh. So two billion dollars was spent on development. Yes, you- which nowadays is more than enough to to fund a game. <laughs> what what is your background in, Jerry? Do you have a game design background? No. I'm mostly, uh, I'm like a PA on Hollywood sets, oh. production assistant, if you will. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I run around and I knock on people's trailers and I tell them, hey, it's time to come out and do your scenes with Morgan Freeman and Tony Stark. I forget the fella's name who is the actor. Uh, it's, uh, Morgan, it's Morgan Freeman as well. Morgan Freeman does not play both. I've been on set with no, both I, men. No, I was trying to trick you. You got me. Uh, you got us. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stark is definitely played uh, by Jim Carrey. Uh, so, so I thought I'd transition over to video games and use some of the connects that I got in the in the movie world. Uh, it's all about those connects. Yeah, what, have you like ever played the, with Connects? Yeah, no, that's what you're talking about, right? Like Legos? Yeah, we built all the sets in Anthem with Connects. That's why it looks so realistic. Mm. Right. Was it just yeah. still shots of Connects that you guys uh, continued to take multiple pictures of and then build a 3D world? That's exactly how we did it. I don't know how you figured that out. Wow, great That's guess. pretty good. Yeah. I, I just knew it. There was just something about it. It just felt too childhood-like. I'm also the leader of my local alt-right group. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, no. Stop. 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 You're... Nasty loves the alt-right. That's why he's... <laughs> Last for words. Yeah. He's flabbergasted. No. Oh. <laughs> I think you're misconfusing. <laughs> That's a word. Yes. <laughs> I think you're misconfusing what I'm saying. <laughs> I like how you keep it reminded that. <laughs> it's just ramming words together. It's beautiful. Uh, so alt-right means alternative to the right, which means it's left. Yes. So it's a left group. Okay. Oh, so you're leftist. What about left? Wait, well, that, people that in this group have trouble with their equilibrium. They cannot make right turns. On okay. what? 
when they're driving? Anything. (laughs) If they need to make a right turn, myself included, we have to make three left turns, even if it's just down a hallway walking. (laughs) What about if? What about if it's on a uh, the wrong way on a one way? Um. No, we just have to bypass that one way and keep going. And come back around to it? Yeah, we can't just uh, turn right onto it. or le- Well, we can turn left, but we can't turn right. Mm-hmm. But you Which advertise. is why Anthem is such wrong, a powerful right. game. <laughs> I don't know what this has to do with Anthem. Because you only go right? I don't understand. It, it's only the right game? Anthem gives us alt-righters the chance to turn right. Oh. Uh, So it's really a game about empowerment. In the game Anthem, you can only turn right. (laughs) That doesn't seem good. (laughs) It's great for us alt-writers. Oh, uh, wait. Are you saying that you have alternative writers? Uh, We do have alternative writers on staff. They come up with, like, the sex details in the game. Oh, wow. Wow, Robo sex sex details. Yeah. We uh, hired uh, that one guy. uh, What's his name? He did, did, like, something on The Onion. His last name was Savage. Fred? Fred Fred Savage. Savage. Yeah, that homo. (laughs) Excuse me. What? That's inappropriate. Uh, yeah, we don't use that kind of terminology around here. Oh, it's fine. I can do it because I'm a homo, too. No, oh, my mistake. Oh, sorry. It's my word. How dare you tell me what I can and can't do? I'll appropriate the shit out of that word. You can't stop me. So, what do you guys think? Is this bit running long? <laughs> I'm really hungry. Some blueberry pancakes right about now. Yeah. <laughs> uh... No, I, I love this. Uh, Jimmy, what's your name? It's Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Is that with a J awesome. or a G? It's with a G, of course, and an I at the end. Segway. Oh, we're getting played off. Oh. Are you being played off? Y'all, I'm sorry, Jerry. That's all I time see how it is. It's fine. I came here to promote the game. I heard you guys talking about it. And I was like, hey, I'll come and see it and say and talk, give you guys the info, but apparently you don't want it. So, are you playing me off again? How dare you, sir? It's almost like you were given the power to play those just <laughs> this time, and you're overusing it. That's kind of no, how I feel. We, no, we sir, pledged to get through all of these segues. We are playing you off is what is happening. Oh. Well, in that case, uh, let me go on for 10 minutes here. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I am the coach of my local neighborhood swim team. Segway. Go on. Uh, it's a swim <laughs> team and it's full of neo Nazis. <laughs> does that mean something else to you? Uh, hold on. Does? Let me like, think. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, neo-Nazis. So it's people that really didn't like Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. 
Mm, I'm not making the connection in my head. No, well, his character's name was Neo, you see. Oh, that's right. No, I <laughs> and get they it now. didn't like, like, you know how they call that one guy on Seinfeld the soup Nazi? <laughs> Yeah, I do know that. Yeah, these guys are neo-Nazis. They did not like his interpretation of Neo in the Matrix. Mm. Is that a segue <laughs> play? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Hi, I'm Guido. This is a segue. Segue, 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 segue. That's the best one. That's yeah. maybe my favorite segue. By far. Well, <laughs> well. that guy left or something. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. I'm just standing over here. <laughs> I, what is he doing? He's just standing. Just right standing there. there, I think. I'm just standing here seeing what's going on. All right. Uh, 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 do you want to wrap this up? Uh, yeah. sure. How about Let's we, uh, move on to our favorite, uh, segment, um, listener of the week. <laughs> Yo, listener of the week now, he's gonna be real sweet now. <laughs> it's listener of the week. Yeah. Uh, this week's listener of the week is Kalta Alexander. And they left us a five-star review and titled it A Worthy Replacement. I discovered this gem of a podcast last year while searching for a replacement for my missing in... Oh, we read this one last week. No, we didn't. Did we? Be ready I mean, last week. No, you didn't. I'm a big fan of this show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Kalta said, I discovered this gem of a podcast last year while searching for a replacement for the missing in idle <laughs> the missing in action idle thumbs podcast these guys are great i often laugh out loud at the topics they discussed this podcast has moved to the front of the line in my podcast rotation a word of warning this is not safe for work do not listen if you are easily offended thanks Kalta. you are the listener of the week <laughs> Yo, listener of the week now, he's gonna be real sweet now. <laughs> it's listener of the week. Yeah. You can be a listener of the week by leaving a review on iTunes. iTunes. Thanks, Mel. How many listeners of the week do you have left? Oh, I'm curious. Zero. Weird. How did you know this? Oh, shit. I listen every week. Yeah, I can tell. I was listening last week and my Note 7 phone blew up, so it's totally not safe for work. Oh, oh no. shit. Do you think that's because of the podcast, though? It was too hot. To handle? The podcast. No, the weather outside. Oh. oh. Where do you live? I live in the Sahara Desert. Wow. Okay. That must be hot. Is it hot there? It's very hot. Is it just dry? <laughs> it's so dry and so hot. You know, guys, you know sandy? what we should do? We should try taking... It's super sandy. <laughs> we should try taking Guido's frozen body there. 
Oh, yeah. Thaw uh, him out. That's a good idea. Maybe we could thaw yeah. him out and he can be back next week. That'd yeah, be good. That. Prop yeah. him up on a table and put a box fan next to his body and then blow the fan on me. It's like an air conditioner. On you? Yeah, because it's so hot. It blew up my phone. Oh, right. But yeah, that's a good idea, Nasty. I can't think of any uh, places that are hot that are closer than that either. Yeah, no place at all in the U.S. gets that hot for sure. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Wait, don't you do plugs or something? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm a big fan of this show. Why, why don't you try doing plugs for us? Oh, you want me to do plugs? Yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. Okay. Well, I, don't I can know. try. Here we go. This. <clears throat> if you want a game that's a big uh, movement maker for the alt-right movement, then pick up Anthem. It's great. You can only move right. And there's mech suits and Morgan Freeman's in it and Tony Stark. And it just has all the makings of a box office hit. Now, if you want to find me, I'm in the Sahara Desert. Okay, I'll be next to Guido's frozen body with a box fan blowing on me. If you want to listen to this great podcast, which you already are, so you probably find it anywhere. You already know where to find it. But if you want more info, I think you go to like justokgamers.com and then you can go uh, to the right side there. There's a bunch of links and stuff. Cool. How, how's that? Uh, that was okay. I like it. It's I'll pretty take good. It. Yeah. Can you come back I next week? Do you want me to? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it's a long trip from the Sahara. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you're here. Uh, yeah. So, I'll do come that. back next week. I might forget how my voice sounds. <laughs> oh. It seems like a weird problem to have. Yeah, I was born with no ears. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. (laughs) The bones and structure of the ears are there, so I can hear, but there's like a flesh wall over it. Oh, weird. (laughs) Kind of like a vagina has a flesh wall over it? Yeah, it's like an (laughs) ear hymen. Do you just need to get your ears fucked? Oh, possibly. And I heard you guys uh, ear fuck with your mouth tongue blasters or something, right? Is that- yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll ear fuck you next week. Bust your ear hymen. Oh, yeah. thank you. Tune in next week for an ear fucking. <laughs>